All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that is exactly what you're going to get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Summer is upon us, and whatever you have going on, a vacation, a staycation, a summer wedding, well, Macy's has you covered. If you need summer dresses, matching sets, volume sleeve tops, wedges, straw-crafted bags, I mean, really, they have what you need head to toe. I'm talking Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. So shop summer must-haves at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash style. Again, that's Macy's.com slash ownyourstyle. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. In every pair of Tacoba's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tacoba's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers. And with occasional resoling, they're going to last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store, where you're going to be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. So come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful, thing. Laugh a little more, thing. Tighten up your core, thing. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Okay, so I'm super excited for my guest for all four things today, Ralph Marston, who is coming to us from Austin, Texas, where I was born and raised. So already a connection there. But also, Ralph is someone that we quoted in our latest Four Things Gratitude Journal. So if you have one, you've likely seen his quote. And I shared his quote on an episode not too long ago. And small world, Ralph's daughter, Kimby, listens to the podcast and emailed me and said, well, that man you quoted is my dad. And I kind of had a moment of like, okay, well, that's interesting because when Mary and I put this together, we have a few living people that we quoted, but some of the people are like Oprah, you know, we know Oprah is alive, right? But a lot of the other people we quoted are not alive. And to be honest, and I'm embarrassed to say this, but Mary and I definitely thought that maybe you were from the 1800s. (laughs) 
Well, you know, a lot of people make that mistake. There's actually, if you Google my name, my picture comes up, but the description of me says I was born in 1907 and I was a football player. So, you know, that makes me 120 years old or something. So, but no, I'm uh, I'm a present day person living in the modern world. Well, here is the quote that we put in our Four Things Gratitude Journal in case people didn't hear that episode. Make it a habit to tell people thank you, to express your appreciation sincerely and without the expectation of anything in return. Truly appreciate those around you and you'll soon find many others around you. Truly appreciate life and you'll find that you have more of it. The world is an extremely complex place with a lot of things going on. And so when we focus on the things that are meaningful to us, the things that are important to us, the things that we're thankful for, that actually enables us to make better use of those things and to expand them in our lives. And so when you're thankful for certain people, you tend to be around them more. When you're thankful for the tools and the skills that you have, you tend to make better use of them. And so I, I, yeah, I think, and I know gratitude is a big thing with you to publish a gratitude journal, obviously. I, I consider it to be a key value in, in living life and in accessing the, the enormous abundance that's available to us. I did hear about a story about you from New Year's Day, maybe 2008 or so. And it's about how the clothes you selected to wear one day changed the course of someone's life. And I'm very curious for you to share this story, not only with me, but my listeners as well. In the year 2008, on New Year's Day, I had the good fortune to be with my whole family, with my parents parents, my brother and his wife and family, my wife and my children. We were all on a cruise together in, and we were arriving in uh, Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. And so I got up and needed something to wear. So I picked out a t-shirt. It just happened to be from the British Virgin Islands. It said Pussers, which is a resort there. Pussers, British West Indies. I didn't think anything about it. I just put the t-shirt on and uh, we went out and went around Cabo and saw all the sights. And in the afternoon, my wife and I stood out on the balcony of our cabin and somebody snapped a picture of us. When I got back home, I took that picture and I liked it so much, I put it on my website for people to see. So there's me and my wife on the website in the t-shirt. Well, uh, unbeknownst to me, about three years later, there was a man in Barbados, the island of Barbados in the Caribbean. And he had been born in Barbados, lived his whole life on the island of Barbados, had never left, never gone anywhere else. And like many people in Barbados, he worked in the hospitality industry. He was uh, worked at a resort, had a pretty good job. And he had a girlfriend who was from the British Virgin Islands, which is several hundred miles away from Barbados. And the girlfriend uh, was encouraging him to maybe uh, move back to the British Virgin Islands with her and to get a job there. So he had applied for several jobs in the British Virgin Islands. And one day he got a phone call from one of the resorts he had applied to, and they, uh, they were basically offering him a job and wanting him to fly up there to the BVI to talk to them. So he, he prayed about it and he asked God for an answer. And according to the way he tells it, God spoke to him and God said, ask Ralph. <laughs> he said, well, Ralph who? And he said, God said, ask Ralph Marston. 
Well, this guy, his, his name is Dale. He had been receiving my daily publication for a few years. He didn't actually subscribe himself. Somebody else was getting it and was sending it to him every day. But he, he was familiar with my messages and he kind of knew my name, but didn't really know anything else about me. So he went to Google and typed in my name and clicked on the first link that came up. Well, there I was in that t-shirt, in that picture, wearing the t-shirt that said Pusser's British West Indies. Well, the company that had offered him the job was Pusser's Resort in the British Virgin Islands. So he took that as a sign that, that he was meant to take that job. And he did. He moved to the BVI, took the job, did real well. A couple of years later, got an even better job with another resort. But he contacted me, obviously, and let me know about this and, and was, was very thankful that I happened to be wearing the T-shirt, that T-shirt on that day, because that was his sign that changed his life for the better. I mean, another small world moment. I feel like exactly. I'm, yeah. I'm sitting here with you right now because your daughter was listening to my podcast. You know, you had this encounter with him from a shirt you put on without even thinking about it. <laughs> right. I mean, it's crazy exactly. how life just offers blessings like that. Depending on what you believe, if you're listening to this, I mean, clearly God spoke to him and he used you as a way to nudge him and be like, hey, this is good for you. Go do this. This is what I have in store for you. So how cool that you got to be a part of that. Yeah, I think coincidences. I think they speak to how deeply we're connected with each other and we don't realize it. And that's kind of what I believe produces those types of coincidences. I, I mean, I think somebody refers to coincidences as God's winks at us, but there's things that we know that we don't know we know, and the coincidences help us see those things. Say we want to be open to more of God's winks or coincidences. What would you say to people that are like, oh, I don't really get that. That doesn't really happen to me. But I mean, could it be because someone's closed off to it? Absolutely. I, I think, yeah, being open to new possibilities, being open to things that you maybe you don't necessarily have never thought about or agreed with or dismissed before. I, th I think that opens us up to the connections that we have with each other is just an attitude of curiosity, being curious about the world and, and what's going on and, and being aware and also being purposeful, I think is, is a key element of that. When you know what you want, then you see the things that you need to see. When you're clear about where you intend to go, then you will be led to those things that will help you to get there. I firmly believe that. Then it's like not really just happening by chance. It's like it was put out there because you were open to receiving it. Right. Well, I guess there's you have the impression of a coincidence. You can't you can't rationally explain why something might have happened. But what I'm saying is there are levels to life that I don't think we fully comprehend. And so it's the coincidences are when we're tapping into those, when we're opening ourselves to those. And when we have a strong enough purpose that, like I said, with gratitude, you know, it, it makes you aware of things that you may not have been aware of before. And I think purpose plays the same role. When you know what you want to accomplish, then you are more aware of the things that will help you to accomplish that coincidences, even though you can't, you can't maybe logically explain them on some level, 
you're seeing something that was always there, but you just never knew to look for it before. Love that. Second thing. Okay, so Ralph, you mentioned the daily motivator, which how people get there is greatday.com. At least that's how I have found it. And it's got such a positive outlook and perspective and what you're doing when you load up your messages is you've got a community of people that are coming there and relying on you to help them with that. You give them the wisdom and the insight to stay motivated, I think, to be as positive as possible. So how did you end up starting that? And it's literally what you do full time, correct? Yes, it is. It is now. It didn't start out that way. But I had worked for many years independently, so not in an office with a lot of people around me, but more as an independent sales rep. In that role, I had naturally gravitated toward self-improvement type material because I didn't have any daily, regular, positive feedback from other people. And I missed that. So that was kind of how I came to start the Daily Motivator. When when the web came along back in the mid-90s, I was fascinated by the possibility that it had of connecting people uh, very quickly and very cheaply and very widely. And I wanted to be a part of that. And I thought, well, maybe I should do something for people like me, people who are working independently, like in home-based businesses or sales reps on the road who need some sort of positive reinforcement. And I had spent years studying that type of thing. So I felt like I was somewhat qualified to write about that. And I've always loved to write. I just started writing, basically telling myself what I needed to hear. And I try to be as honest and sincere about it as as possible. I don't say things just because I've heard somebody else saying them and think that they might work. My best stuff comes from personal experience, from problems that I have, from situations that I get in that I have to work myself out of. And I learn from what I'm doing. I learn from the difficulties that I go through. I learn from the uh, successes that I have. And I really make an effort to share that with people. I want to encourage as many people as possible to see what can be done with a life. That's my motivation for for my writing. Let's expand on being thankful for your problems. Like, Why is that important to you? Well, for one thing, if I'm having problems, I'm still alive, right? (laughs) So I'm thankful for the opportunity to be able to do something. And that's what problems give me and give everybody is an opportunity to make a difference. And there are lives that are full of problems. And then there's lives that are full of nothing where you don't have any way to make a difference. And I would easily choose a life full of problems over a life where I was not able to have any impact to make a difference at all. I I think that's a, a, a very fundamental drive for everybody, no matter if they're doing a lot of good in the world or doing a lot of evil, frankly, is people do what they do because they want to make a difference. So problems give you the opportunity to make a difference. They also let you know that you're meeting up with resistance. So you must in some way be making some kind of progress. The more problems you have, that's a pretty good indication that you're making progress because the people that don't have any problems are the people that never attempt anything, that never have any 
ambitious purposes. And that's not true, you know, 100%. Obviously, there's there's people that, that are stricken with all sorts of difficulties that are not of their own choosing, not of their own making. And yet, even those can serve to build strength. And again, going back to the theme of gratitude, when you encounter difficulties, that, that makes you more thankful for the good things that you do have. And it enables you to maybe make better use of those good things. I just want to help people out with that if that concept is new to them. If you face a challenge at work that's a problem or somebody messed up, then it's like, oh, instead of letting it derail your day, how about we learn and grow from it and we become better because of it? How can we evolve and maybe do things in a totally different way because of this one mistake? Or if you have an ailment or an adversity, a loved one that's sick, it's like, what can you learn from that experience? How can you take the challenges from whatever you've encountered and then maybe help somebody else so that they don't feel alone? Those are just things I'm throwing out there to where people... Yeah, well, that that's a real good example of caring for other people because it builds your compassion. It helps you understand what a lot of other people may be going through that you don't even realize. I think that strengthens connections that you have with other people when you can have more empathy and compassion for others. Let's just talk a little bit more about this positive perspective because that's what that is too, even being right. yeah, thankful, for your, thankful for your problems is a very positive perspective. So what have you learned about how having that type of mentality can affect you on a daily basis? Well, I think it's a choice that you can make. And we assume that if you're having a bad day, if a lot of things go wrong, that you should be in a bad mood, that you should react that way. But what I've discovered is that, no, you really do have a choice. Things can go be going bad. You can respond with a negative attitude, but that's not going to do you any good. It's just going to perpetuate what's already going on. And certainly you want to acknowledge reality. You don't want to just be happy about all the bad things that happen. However, you can still move away from difficulties with a positive perspective because that is more useful. It's more practical. And if you step back from the situation and you think, okay, I can I can get all upset about this. I can let it get me down. I can mope around for a few days. But what's that really going to get me? What is that going to accomplish? Or I can choose to accept what has happened. You know, I'm not going to deny that bad things have happened. I'm going to accept it, but I'm going to choose to move away from it, to go ahead and realign myself with whatever purpose I had and follow that purpose and decide what can I do that will make a positive difference. And then, then take the actions that will make that happen. I like that too, because I want to give people permission to not feel all of what is going on in their life and acknowledge the hard things and the pain, but you just don't have to be stuck in it. You don't have to continue down that path. And then really the choice after you've acknowledged it is, okay, do I want to go positive route or do I want to go negative route? And I mean, sometimes I dabble in the negative for just a little bit, just because that's what feels good for me in the moment. 
But eventually I make the conscious effort to dig myself out because I know that taking the turn towards positive is going to be better for me. And I know that's easier said than done depending on uh, people's circumstances. But even in the quote we shared that we put in our gratitude journal from you, like you'll attract more great things into your life when you're on the positive route. And then when you're on the negative, I mean, similarly, you'll attract more negative things when that's what you're focused on. One way to look at it is what would you advise someone else to do in that position? You know, step back from being you and look at it from a perspective of somebody else and see how foolish it is if you get hurt to keep trying to hurt yourself even more. That doesn't make any sense. And if you saw somebody else do it, you would advise them not to do that. And so it's just a matter of advising yourself, giving yourself that same advice. It's a lot easier to tell other people what to do. That's right. <laughs> but it's because you don't have to do it, right? <laughs> but still, I'm, uh, that's what I'm saying. Uh, if you just use that trick to think, what would I tell somebody else? Well, then why can't, you know, I'm just as good as them. Why can't I tell myself the same thing? Yeah, I think about that a lot, just being a mom of especially a 13-year-old girl. And, you know, I, I think of the ways I talk to myself, some of my self-talk and how sometimes it's not the best and I'm not really being my best cheerleader. And I use her to sort of correct me, but in my brain, she doesn't even know this, but I'm like, would I ever talk to Stashira this way? No, because I want to lift her up and I want her to believe in herself and know that she can do whatever she wants. But here I am, of course, I would say all of that to her, but sometimes I don't even say it to myself. <laughs> well, that's one advantage that I have of writing a daily positive message each day, because I'm aware of those things and I've thought through those things a lot. And so th that, that does give me an advantage in my own life, because I, I think, well, is this what I would advise my readers to do? You know, am, am I living out what I write about? You know, there's a good reason you, you have your gratitude journal. And that's why a lot of people find that useful is to write things down. And then you've got it there in black and white, what you've thought about, and you can't deny it. It's important to put things into words like that. Love that. I mean, and you're doing it every day for your readers, like you said. So again, the website is greatday.com if anybody listening wants to go check that out. And we'll be back in just a second and we'll talk more gratitude, believe it or not. <laughs> We're going to do that. And then you, I heard Ralph have some pandemic project and I want to hear all about it. All right. I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month, and Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, online and in-store. For the entire month of May, you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in-store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in store. 
All right. So I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. And that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have, uh, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14 karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, this just seems too good to be true. Well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories and they cut out the cost of the middleman and they pass the savings on to us. So we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open knit cover-up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton, and it's $49.90. It could retail for $148, so that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. I don't want to waste my time taking vitamins that aren't really going to do much for me. Like I want research. I want to know like, hey, this is actually doing something for my body. And Ritual knows this. That's why they conducted the research. They've done clinical trials on their Essential for Women 18-plus multivitamin. The results, well, it increased vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. And as a woman, I want healthy vitamin D levels and omega-3 levels. And all I got to do is take my Ritual Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin every morning. I take them on an empty stomach, but sometimes if I forget, I may take them in the afternoon. It's really up to you when you want to take them. There's nine key nutrients in two delayed release capsules. And what the delay release capsules does for us is it optimizes our body's absorption of these nutrients. It's gentle on the empty stomach. Like I said, I can take it first thing in the morning and I'm totally fine. And with a minty essence in every bottle, it actually makes taking your vitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual is essential for women. 18 plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash four things. Start ritual or add essential for women 18 plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Okay, so Ralph, let's get to the pandemic project. What is it? 
like everybody, you know, I've been stuck at home. One day I, I was trying to clean out a room and I had an old computer in there that I thought didn't work anymore. And I thought, well, I'm just going to get rid of this, give this away or do something with this. I pulled it out and I thought, well, I'll try it. I'll try starting it up one more time. So I plugged it in and lo and behold, it started right up and worked perfectly. And it just so happened that that old computer was the only one I had that would still connect to a camcorder that I had used years ago. And so I decided, well, as long as this computer is working, I'm going to plug in that camcorder and digitize some of the old tapes that I had made years ago. And these were tapes that I took when our children were growing up, you know, of their softball games, birthday parties, school programs, when the children were born, stuff like that. And as I was doing that, I began to develop a really deep sense of gratitude for all the good things that I've experienced in my life. And to make a long story short, I ended up not only digitizing those tapes with that camera, but I dug out all these other tapes and tapes that I had inherited from my parents and ended up digitizing about 120 hours worth of video. And in the process of doing that, I developed such a deep sense of gratitude just for all the good things that I had been through and, and for all the, the love and the joy and the fun and the fellowship and the good times that are pictured on those videos. Yeah, I love that. I'm sure your family is so grateful that they have someone like you with, you know, that type of patience and commitment to sorting through and digitizing those. I feel like some of my listeners right now are like, oh, wow, yeah, that would be really cool. I I could do a pandemic project. But then if they're anything like me, they might start out with the idea and then be like, oh, yeah, this is way too much work. I'm not doing this. But have you ever heard of Legacy Box? Yes, Okay, so you basically were your own legacy box. You did all the legwork because that's what they do. And this isn't a, we endorse for them on the Bobby Bone Show, not, not here on the podcast. But I feel like what you're saying might inspire other people to do it, but they may not have the patience and the equipment or whatever necessary to digitize. So I would say other people so that they can have those valuable moments, like I'll just throw out here again, not a commercial, but legacybox.com. And then I think the code for the show is slash bones. So legacybox.com slash bones, and that'll get you possibly a discount, I think. But I love what Ralph is saying of how important and valuable those memories are. And then it's digital and you can gift it to other people in your life so that then they have all the same feelings of gratitude as well. Once I did all the videos, then I started in on film. You know, I have old negatives and slides and Legacy Box does those things too. But I have the equipment to digitize those myself. So I started in on that. What that did was I started seeing all these people that I hadn't thought of in years. And I ended up giving some of them a call and, and reconnecting with them. You know, I was wondering what had happened or how they were doing. You know, you, you just kind of lose touch with people over the years. But it was a great experience to reconnect with several people. And, and you know, that was kind of my excuse. I told them, I, I've been digging through all these old pictures, and I found some pictures of you, and I'd like to send them to you. And it started some great conversations and reconnected me. And, you know, everybody is so hungry to connect to other people right now. I don't know, it was it was just a great experience for me all the way around. 
Yeah, I mean, especially now you're right. I mean, human connection is such a important thing, like pandemic or not. Right. But I mean, this just brought it to the forefront because so many people are so isolated right now. Exactly. The thing about photography and, and taking videos now, it's become so easy to do. You know, we can just pull the phone of, out of our pocket and take a really high quality video or a photograph in an instant and have the picture right there, it sort of serves to trivialize those. And the way we use pictures is a little bit different. When we take a picture and we get it instantly, we tend to be more critical of it than thankful for it. You know, when we used to have to take the film to the processor and wait a day or two to get the pictures back, we'd get them back and the experience would be over and we'd be able to look back and be thankful for having enjoyed the good time with friends and whatever. But now if we take a picture in the moment and we have it right there, we're critical of it because we think, well, what's, what are people going to think when I post this on Instagram? You know, do I look good enough or whatever? So I think this kind of reminded me that pictures that you take like this are around for a long time. And the longer time goes on, the more valuable is the experience of looking back and remembering you know, the good times that you had and, and the, the love that you shared and the connections that you had with the people. Yeah, well, and now other people may follow suit. I would very much encourage that. Absolutely. Okay, so Ralph, do you mind if I read an excerpt from one of your books? No. I'm going to uh, share something that I saw in Living the Wonder of It All, Positive Empowering Messages from The Daily Motivator. And here's what I pulled. There is magic in every moment. Behind even the most mundane occurrence is an entire universe of abundant wonder. If you could see every detail of something as simple as the falling of a raindrop, it would completely overwhelm you. And yet raindrops fall all the time. In every action, no matter how seemingly insignificant, there is a whole universe of power. In every moment, there are infinite ways in which to make a very real difference. You are always streaming full speed through an abundance of options and possibilities. See the possibilities, feel the power, make your own special magic today. I want to talk about those little magic moments, and I feel as though we often miss out on those, me included all the time. A lot of times we think of magic as something spectacular that's going to sweep you off your feet. But I believe that the real magic is just life itself. And the more closely you look at anything, the more there is to see. And the structure that under underlies all of life is is pure magic, really. I mean, what are we even doing here? How can we even be aware of our own existence? Things like that are truly magical, and yet we just take them for granted. If we were dropped, say, in the Amazon jungle without any shoes and with no tools and nothing to use to survive, we would soon be in very big trouble because we wouldn't have all the things that we depend on and all the things that we take for granted. And I think it's it's kind of an interesting thought exercise to imagine yourself in that situation and having to do without running water and a safe place to sleep at night and easily accessible food. Those things are all magic too. I think we can just look at pretty much anything in our life and realize all, 
all that goes into it from all over the world and and really the magic that that represents. Do you have a morning routine that sets you up to be so open to the magic every day? I do like to get up in the morning and walk. I start walking about when it gets light and walk for about four miles, you know, and I, and I try to do it every, just about every day. That's a very important part of my morning routine. Do you listen to something? Are you thinking to yourself or? Okay. No, I don't listen to anything. I just absorb the world and the sun coming up, the light, things like that. Well, do you have any tips for anyone listening that can help prepare their minds for seeing these magical moments or being open to them? Again, not like the crazy magical moments. That's what we're talking about. These little things that we're just so caught up in our day to day. Well, I think it helps to kind of get outside of yourself, to let go of your own ego and to let go of your own expectations. I mean, it's good to have positive expectations, but if you let yourself, you can kind of get in a rut where you're thinking the same thoughts over and over again. And I try to expose myself to a lot of different types of thoughts. I try to find different things to, to stimulate my imagination and just to get myself away from the, the little loops that keep going around in my head that kind of get stuck kind of interrupt that pattern, I guess I would say. You mentioned imagination, and I have read probably three books more on the therapeutic side of things in the last couple of months that have all referred to the importance of imagination. Well, imagination is extremely powerful. Everything we do, we first imagine everything. And then there's a lot of things that we're stopped by because of what we imagine. All our doubts are really nothing more than imagination. And, and even fear, to a large extent, is imagination. So it's extremely powerful. And it's also extremely controllable. You can control what you imagine. And that kind of gets back to being in a positive mindset. If you're filling yourself with positive thoughts, then you're going to imagine more beneficial and positive things for yourself and for other people. And so, yeah, imagination is is key to everything. Before you take an action, you imagine what you're going to do. Uh, the more richness and detail you can put into your imagination, the more successful you're going to be in executing those thoughts. Yeah, I love that. In case people are like, oh, what, imagination? They just think uh, kids have fun imaginations. But really, when you think of it that way, then yes, we're using our imaginations all the time. But I love that you said that we have control over what we're thinking. Right. We can exercise that in different ways. We have to be careful about how we exercise that control. You mentioned children. Children have amazing imagination. I'm, I'm sure you realize that with your own children. Mm -hmm. For some reason, we, we kind of lose that as we get older. We get to thinking, well, maybe we shouldn't think this way, or maybe we shouldn't be so open. We should be more serious about things. It's great to be around children to stimulate your imagination because they can connect things that you never would have thought to connect. I feel like, yes, as we grow older, we just get in the way. <laughs> exactly. 
the more, well, life experiences that we have, and some of it not even necessarily our fault, but unfortunately, yeah, it does get in in the way of our thinking. I, I think being aware of these things is half the battle. If you realize that you're self-editing yourself and you're suppressing your own imagination, once you realize that, you can make the choice to maybe turn that off and maybe be a little bit more open to some of the crazy thoughts that you're having. <laughs> well, depending on too crazy, Ralph. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't let you go without finding out four things that you are thankful for, because that's what I do with a lot of the guests that come on. And uh, with our gratitude journal last year in March of 2020, and now this year, in 2021, we're doing a gratitude challenge. Now, people do not have to have our journal to participate, but we are challenging them or everyone, including ourselves, for 30 days to be intentional about writing down four things each day that we're thankful for. So I would like to hear four things that you're thankful for today. And then any encouragement you have for people considering joining in on our challenge, like why it would be beneficial for them to do such a challenge with us. And, you know, your four things you're grateful for, they can be big, small, whatever comes to your mind real quick. Okay. Well, I'm thankful that my wife has your gratitude journal. <laughs> and I appreciate you sending those. Yeah, no, of course. I thought once I found out you had a wife and two daughters, I was like, well... They all need our gratitude journal. And I even emailed your daughter back, Kimby, and I was like, so the colors are kind of coral and pink. Do you think your dad would want one? <laughs> but I mean, I'm sure you've got your own way of tracking your gratitude. So, Well, I'm, I'm certainly thankful for my family, not only my wife and children and now grandchildren, but my parents and the support that my family offers and just knowing that they're there makes an incredible difference in my life. And I, I understand that a lot of people don't have that. That makes me all the more thankful for the family that I do have. And I'm thankful for this country that we live in, to have the freedom to think the way that I want to think, to speak the way that I want to speak, to live the way I want to live, and to assist others in, in doing the same thing. I would say that I'm thankful for, for words, the way that we can communicate with each other over long stretches of time using words. Someone who lived a thousand years ago, I can benefit from that person's wisdom because of language. And someone on the other side of the world can benefit from a thought that I have because of that same language. I'm very thankful for that. Yes. And I, I'm thankful that you're here alive and well with us. <laughs> Since I thought your words were from a thousand years ago. <laughs> but in all honesty, I am thankful that you put so much of your words out there for the world to consume because we randomly came across yours and we threw them into our journal. And so what encouragement would you have for people that are considering doing our four things gratitude challenge? Like, why will that be good for them? Well, I think it can change the way that you look at life. And that makes a big difference in the way that your life unfolds. When you look at life from a perspective of gratitude, when, when you can name specific things that you're thankful for, you get more use from those things. You, you find new and useful things to do with all those blessings that you have and all the good people in your life. It makes you richer. 
It does. It enriches you to be thankful. It takes what you already have and makes it worth more. Looking at your toolbox and seeing what tools you have in there, you can think of a lot of new and and good things that you can do with those tools. That's kind of how I think of gratitude. And that's what I would encourage your listeners to look at it in that way, as I have a lot of good things going on in my life, even though I may not realize it. But if if I discipline myself to write down something every day, then I'm going to have access to all those good things. And that's going to be good, not only for me, but for the other people in my life. You talked about words as one of the things you're thankful for. And even your daily motivator, you said you write and you put those out, not just to like say things to other people, it's encouragement to your own self. So I'm sure it's it's amazing for you to have this catalog to go back to greatday.com and check out different things that you've written and revisit it. And I feel like similarly, when you write down things that you're thankful for, it's this catalog that you're now keeping and you can go back and revisit things that can be of encouragement to you. Right. I, I think it, it, it's great to be able to go back and look at things that you've written a long time ago. You forget a, lo- a lot of stuff. You really do. I mean, I'm surprised. I'll read something that I wrote years ago and won't even remember writing it. Some things I do. Some, th- some things I remember what prompted me to write a certain thing. But other things I'll go back and read and, and think, wow. That's pretty profound. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you, Ralph, so much for uh, joining us. And I just want to encourage people, yes, to check out greatday.com if they want to see more about you or you have a YouTube channel, which is youtube.com, Ralph Marston, M-A-R-S-T-O-N. Can't leave without giving your daughter, Kimby, one more shout out because I just think it's super cool. We both went to Texas A&M. Yeah. And she happened to be listening to the episode where I quoted you and she brought us together. And I'm thankful for Kimby. Well, I'm very proud of her. I'm thankful for her too. Thank you so much for being here. And hopefully I'll see you one day soon, maybe in Austin. Great. Great. Thanks a lot. (laughs) Bye. Okay. Well, that was an awesome little chat with Ralph. And before y'all go, First of all, I want you to have an amazing day. But secondly, if you are interested in our Four Things Gratitude Journal, I just want to let you know in case you're a new listener or you don't know, you can go to radioamy.com for links to all of our Four Things items, which always support spreading hope in Haiti. Radioamy.com. Thanks. Bye. All summer the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where 
they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they're going to last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store, where you're going to be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. So come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. 